Hello and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. If you've been listening recently, uh, you'll know that I've been listening to tracks by a lady called Rebecca Rossoff, uh, who trades under the name Dig Exotic. And in 2018, she released three EPs, Act 1, Act 2 and Act 3. Uh, had Act 1 and Act 2 already. I couldn't resist going and picking up Act 3 this week. And this is the opening track from that EP. This is called Wanting. Big, exotic and wanting from the 2018 EP Act 3, which you can't get on Bandcamp, actually, but you can get it through iTunes and I should imagine probably Amazon as well. Now, there's been a rush of activity from Neil Arthur of Blamange of late. Uh, he's released another Blamange album, two Blamange albums, actually, uh, in the last few months, and also done a project with Benj, who is the producer on the Blamange albums. So you might ask yourself, well, what's the difference between 
an album he does with Benj producing and an album he does in a project with Benj. And I think the key difference, as far as I can make out, is that for the Thader project, it's Benj who writes the music, uh, still using the amazing collection of analogue synths and modular kit that he has. So this track is taken from their new album, In Shadow, and it's called Always Suited Blue. Well. 
Fader and always suited blue. And it's not just the analogue synths, you know. Benj really does write with a very 80s synth pop feel. What's interesting to me, of course, is that it's a very diff- different synth pop feel from the one that Blumange had when they were doing it actually at the time. Now, there comes a point when I've bought enough tracks, various tracks by an artist, that I think, do you know what? I'm going to go the whole hog and just pick up all their albums. And I've reached that point with John Fox and the maths. And this week, I downloaded the last two or three things I didn't have by them, including a live album from 2012, although it was recorded in 2010. Um, I think it was probably one of the very first gigs he did as The Maths. It was recorded at the Roundhouse in London, and this is a cracking live version of one of my favourite tracks by them. This is Catwalk.
John Fox and the Maths and Catwalk taken from the Analog Circuit uh, album, which I say was released in 2012. Interestingly, on that track, a guy played called Robin Simon plays guitar, and he was the guitarist in the first incarnation of Ultravox for their third album, Systems of Romance, and then disappeared. He's obviously stayed friends with John Fox, and John Fox has cited him before as being one of his very favourite guitarists. And he makes a return to the uh, John Fox and the Maths fold for their new album, Howl, which I'll be playing something from later on. But for now, I'm going to play a track by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from their most recent album, Ghostine. I've been writing a piece for the song Sommelier about Nick Cave, and it's kind of an introduction to Nick Cave. So there's a couple of tracks from each album, kind of a chronological guide through his works. And I've really struggled because the last two albums are very, very low key, and Ghostine itself has no real toe tappers on it, for want of a better phrase. Um, But I was reminded just how great this track is. This is called Leviathan.
Do you know, I think that might be becoming one of my very favourite Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds tracks, which is amazing for a guy who's been doing music for so many years, nearly 40 years now, I guess, if you include the birthday party as well. And yeah, he can still produce something that is that startlingly original. And in a link back to the Bad Seeds, uh, last week I played a track that was remixed by Barry Adamson, who used to play bass in the Bad Seeds. And that reminded me of that he'd done a remix of Depeche Mode's Useless, which I rather like. And I've never played on the show before. Um, it's very interestingly dynamic, especially the way he's broken it almost completely into two separate halves. So this is useless, the Escape from Wherever mix, parts one and two.
Depeche Mode's Useless as remixed by Barry Adamson. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show that John Fox and the Maths have a new album coming out. So it's the usual lineup of John Fox, Benj and Hannah Peel, uh, augmented now, as I said, by Robin Simon, the old Ultravox guitarist. Uh, the album itself is called Howl, and I played the track Howl on the show a few weeks ago. It's absolutely excellent. I'm less sure about this track, um, but it's just got something about it that, that I find intriguing, so I thought I'd play it for you this week. Uh, this is taken from the new album, obviously, and this is called Strange Beauty.
John Fox and the Maths and Strange Beauty. And if I sounded a bit ambivalent about that before I kicked it off, I keep thinking, is it a bit melodramatic or is it just kind of stately? But on balance, I like it. I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of the album. Now, four years ago, Jean-Michel Jarre brought out two albums, Electronica 1 and Electronica 2, where he did a whole load of collaborations with a really interesting range of people. So Hans Zimmer, the new movie soundtrack producer, Pet Shop Boys and Gary Newman, and also some kind of lesser known artists like Julia Holter. And they're quite varied, but it's a massive piece of work. But one of the tracks he did with a non-musician was recorded with Edward Snowden, and that was on the second of the Electronica albums, which was subtitled The Heart of Noise. And I just kind of came back into my memory this week because of the big four sitting before Congress in the States and the whole issue of data kind of coming back into play yet again, as I guess it will for some time. So this is Jean-Michel Jarre with Edward Snowden and Exit.
technology can actually increase privacy. The question is, why are our private details that are transmitted online, uh, why are private details that are stored on our personal devices any different than the details and private records of our lives that are stored in our private journals? Stored in our private journal. I think, you know, saying that you don't care about the right to privacy because you have nothing to hide is no different than saying you don't care about freedom of speech because you have nothing to say. Uh, It's a deeply anti-social principle because rights are not just individual, they're collective. And what may not have value to you today may have value to an entire, you know, population, an entire people, uh, or an entire way of life tomorrow. And if you don't stand up for it, then who will? And if you don't stand up for it, and if you don't stand up for it, then I will. Marvellous and food for thought exit by Jean-Michel Jarre with Edward Snowden. So it might seem a bit perverse when there's so much new Blamange material out that I've gone back and listened to some of the older albums, but you just kind of get back into a Blamange headspace, as it were. And the 2017 album that he brought out, which was called Unfurnished Rooms, was particularly a favourite of mine. And I played four or five tracks from it at the time on the show when it was released. Um, but bizarrely, I didn't ever play the final track, which is the one that's grown on me most over time. Or perhaps that isn't so surprising. It was a slow burner. Anyway, this is the closing track from Unfurnished Rooms. This is Blamange and Don't Get Me Wrong. You look so well And your online profile Young, healthy, vibrant, new Everything happening All 
What's next for you? What's next for you? I said I'm not sure I have no definite plans I'll let you know How can I reach you? Don't get me wrong Lovely and very pretty in places. Blamange and Don't Get Me Wrong from 2017's Unfurnished Rooms. And while I'm thinking about topical tracks, uh, I was put in mind this week of Suzanne Vega's song, 99 Fahrenheit Degrees, which comes from an album of which I was 
I mean, I was never a huge Suzanne Vega fan, and I can't imagine how I got into this album. Someone must have put me onto it, and it was very different from anything she'd done previously. I mean, she's a great songwriter. I'm just not a huge fan of, you know, singer-songwriter acoustic-type tracks. Here, she took a totally electronic angle, and this track just demonstrates it perfectly. This is called 99 Fahrenheit Degrees. Fahrenheit degrees taken from the album the same name and probably the one Suzanne Vega album that I personally would recommend without reservation although the follow-up which I think was called Nine Objects of Desire continues in the same vein and that's pretty good as well Um, so just one track left to go and it's a song by Suede who when they first came out in the mid 80s I guess it would have been they were absolutely championed by Melody Maker 
uh, to a point where the expectations were raised so high that when I heard their first single, I just thought it sounded dreadful, like really kind of tinny and useless. And from that point onwards, I've never really engaged them over the years, but there has been the odd track here and there that I have really, really enjoyed. And in fact, one of my all-time favourite pieces of music is Brian Eno's remix of the track that I'm about to play you, um, which is totally different from the original and just a beautiful, beautiful piece of work by the man. Um, the track itself is called Introducing the Band. I think I first heard this on a compilation tape sent to me by my friend Rick and... I just absolutely love it. I think it's a great piece of music and as you'll hear, quite electronic. So I'm going to kick that off now. But before I do that, I'll say thank you very much for listening. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye.